0: Hey friends, happy Friday! This morning we're going to be doing a replay of a really good episode that I did back in February about minimizing the anxiety in your life. Stay tuned and have a great Friday! Hey friends, it's Friday, it's that time again. And I want to talk to you this morning about how to make planning minimize anxiety. Let's get to it. Hey friends, are you ready to be encouraged, inspired, and uplifted today? Well, come on in to Healing the Broken Minds podcast. I'm your host, Elder Q. Let's get started. And now let's hear a word from our sponsor. Okay, friends, here is my disclaimer. I am not a professional mental health counselor or therapist. I recommend that you pray first and then see a therapist. This is in no means encouraging you to self-medicate. We are here to encourage you, inform you, and give you information. But most of all, to help you get the help that you need. So pray first and then see a therapist. Okay, friends, I think it's safe to say that everyone knows what it means to plan something. But when you're a person that is experiencing anxiety... Um, planning can be a tool that you use to help minimize anxiety in your life. Um, it has been a really great tool that I use personally to help me minimize any anxiety in my life. And what I mean by that is, I don't know about you, but I don't like when things are sprung upon me last minute. Now, I do understand that there are situations where you can't plan for certain things, such as emergencies or, you know, last-minute things that you have no control over um, why it's happening, but things that we can control is always helpful to plan for those things. And I want to go over a few things that I think is going to help you uh, minimize anxiety when we learn how to properly plan ahead. Okay, first you want to consider things that are constant in your life from day to day. What I mean is things that you do on a day-to-day basis that's probably not going to change anytime time in the near future. For example, what are you going to do Monday through Friday? I personally have a full-time job Monday through Friday, so I need to plan accordingly. I know that my hours are between X and X, and during that time, I'm working. What you can do to plan ahead, for instance, I'm a mom and a wife, so I know that at the end of my day, um, I'm going to have to plan a meal, cook dinner, blah, blah, blah. What I can do to minimize, minimize any anxiety that may come with that, because sometimes as a... Uh, uh, people who have families, even if it's just yourself, you can get really stressed and um, worked up about what I'm going to do for dinner, how much time it's going to take, and uh, do I have to run by the store? So to minimize things like that, you need to plan ahead. And I know that it sometimes it can be easier said than done, but you need to plan ahead. So in order for me to minimize being uh, overwhelmed by having to come from work, get dinner straight, go by the store, I can plan the day before. Or I have a friend that plans all of her meals on Sunday, and she does meal preps. Now, I don't really have that type of time, but it's a great idea. And maybe one day I'll get to that place. But right now, I don't have that kind of time. Sunday is, is one of the... um Days when I do tend to have a moment to relax after church service and so forth. So I really don't want to spend my whole day cooking and planning meals, but that works for her. Um, but what I can do is, in the on the day prior to uh, going to work, I can even even if I don't physically uh, get the meal together, I can plan mentally what I'm going to do. So I'll I'll be prepared and know what I have to do, which minimizes any stress or anxiety I might have about all the things I have to do when I get home. I don't know about you, but someone who has experienced anxiety and who has dealt with it, little things like that can give you high anxiety. And the average person may be able to go and do what they have to do and not even give it a second thought. But someone that deals with uh, mental health issues and particularly t- today we're talking about anxiety, you need that, that time where you plan things so it doesn't catch you off guard. Because some things like that, something as simple as that can trigger an anxiety or panic attack. Stay tuned for our one-minute Bible study. Secondly, you want to plan according to your particular lifestyle. What works for me may not work for you. What works for my friend may not work for me. You have to plan according to your lifestyle. It's not going to be a one-fits-all planning. You have to plan according to what's going to make life as less stressful for you as possible. And that's, a, that's the number one of the number one things you have to do. Look at your life, set a, set a goal of what you want to get accomplished, and then plan based on all of the things that you have going on in your life. Side note, some of us have too many things going on in our life. And sometimes if we sit back and look over it, we can plan to reduce some of those things, which will help to minimize anxiety. Sometimes you may sit back and look at your day and realize it's probably not enough hours in a day for you to do all of that stuff. So step back and decide, I'm going to plan to do this another day. Finally, one of the tools that I use, I use this every day, y'all, even at work. When I get in in the morning or sometimes before I leave in the afternoons, I make a to-do list. I have to uh, literally write down everything that I know that I have to do. Now, there may be things that come up at work that uh, wasn't on my list, but that's okay. At least I can go back to my list and say, okay, this is this is what I have to get accomplished today. And I have, sometimes I have two and three lists. I have, okay, I'm going to do this today. And I'm going to do this tomorrow. What that does is help me to keep track of what I have to do, but at the same time, it keeps me from having to stress about what needs to get done because it, I'm already aware of what I have going on for that day or the following day. Now, keep in mind, these are just suggestions that can help you because they're from my experience. I've, I've used these tools. So I wanna share them with you because I know from time to time, life can be stressful. We can uh, be in moments where we are at high anxiety, uh, we have high anxiety levels, and it could be simplified with just a few tweaks. Just a little planning can help minimize it and um, reduce the amount of stress and anxiety you may be feeling on a day-to-day basis. Okay, friends, I pray that this has helped you today to give you some tools and some tidbits out of my own experience that can help you to minimize anxiety on a day-to-day basis. Nothing is fall proof. Nothing is without uh, ways that can be uh, tweaked and adjusted. You got to do it to fit your life. So it's not a one size fit all plan, but you have to plan. And I heard somebody say you have to plan to plan. Um, And I I really do understand what that means. You have to prepare yourself to get in a place where you can start planning some things. So, friends, I hope you got a lot out of this. I hope this has helped you in some way. Give me some feedback and let me know how you felt about this episode. Message me. Text me if you have my number. Email me um, and let me know If this has helped you in some way, I will be um, creating a to do list and you'll be able to access it from my website and I will give you more information about that once it gets into place, but have a great weekend. You guys, I love you guys and know that God loves you best. Stay tuned for our one minute Bible study and always remember that God truly wants to heal your broken mind. Okay, friends, for our one-minute Bible study this morning, I just want to talk a little bit about a very familiar text. It's Jeremiah, the 29th chapter, verse 11. And it simply says, For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, saith the Lord. This is God talking. Thank thoughts of peace and not of evil to bring you to an expected end. So many times we think that we don't have a purpose We don't have a reason to be here. I know when you struggle with uh, mental illness, a lot of times you have those moments where you wonder, should I even go on? Am I supposed to be here? I want to tell you this morning that, yes, you're supposed to be here. You have a purpose to be here on the earth. God says he knows his thoughts towards you. That means God made plans for you. He made plans for your future. So he is expecting you in the future. He is expecting you to continue through your present to go towards your future, which is an expected time he has to accomplish the purpose that he put you here to do. Now, I know that was quite a mouthful. But bottom line is you have a purpose. God planned for you. He created a, a specific purpose for you on the earth. And you have to get, in your, get it in your mind that you are worth God making a plan for your future. He took the time. That means he didn't just throw you out here without something in mind for you to accomplish. God planned for you. He planned for your future. That's a powerful thing when you really think about it. You make plans. Many people plan when they're gonna have children. They plan when they're gonna retire. They plan big moments in their life because it's significant. And those moments are gonna make a, a, a substantial impact on their lives. So a lot of people choose to plan for those things. So how much more are you that God took the time to plan for you? Friends, you have a purpose. Be encouraged and know that God's plans for you are good and not evil. And he will bring you to an expected future. Love you, friends. Happy Friday. Hey, friends, have you accepted the Lord Jesus as your personal savior? If you haven't, now's the time for you to accept him. Just repeat this simple prayer after me. God, I believe that your son Jesus came and he died on the cross for me and my sins and the sins of the whole world. Father, I repent of anything that I've done that may not have been pleasing in your sight. Come into my heart, Father. Fill me with your precious Holy Spirit and help me to live a life that's pleasing to you. Now I just ask that you find a good Bible-based church and get, sit on a good teaching and be taught how to be a disciple of Christ. That's all it is. It's not a complicated way of life. It's a way that pleases God. And it's a way that allows you to enjoy life more fully. Because now you're free. Christ is freedom. Remember that. Jesus Christ equals freedom. God says, whom the Son sets free is free indeed. Now that you're free, Go live, live a life of freedom. God bless you, friends. God loves you, and so do I.